0: You've arrived. You've arrived to the Nipple Whiskers podcast with your host Bob Dog. He doesn't like you either. Come along as he explores the shadows of yesterday's failures in order to gain the knowledge required for a better tomorrow. The journey starts now. Let's go. What's happening, folks? What's happening, folks? Bob Dog checking in with you once again. Oh, man, I truly appreciate everybody for tuning in this episode. I mean, I could say it till I'm blue in the face, but I'm going to save me the breath and save you the time. So, I'm gonna jump into today's today's subject, and it's actually uh, it, it means a lot to me just because it reminds me of my aunt Lisa every time I do it. Um, I thought about this subject more so when I was just thinking about being homeless and sitting at my best friend's grave and just asking him what was next, and I just didn't understand, you know, what to do with my time. So I know my last episode was about being dreamless and not planning efficiently, um, not having really a destination in life, and I didn't think it was fair to unless I spoke about where I've wasted a lot of time. A lot of people would say. Some people say it's not wasted. It's something that I still really enjoy. It's something I'm very passionate about, and that is video games. Give it up for video games, man. This is a problem of my generation. I would say a problem, but at the same time, people have made a living off it like Ninja and et cetera. There's so many people that have made a living off you know Twitch and just streaming and tournaments and It's been amazing to watch the video game industry grow. However, I just want to talk about just over the time, um, kind of my life in video games, my top five for basically each system that I've come across. This is my forewarning. Most of the systems, I didn't own five games. Um, If I was lucky enough to own the system, I probably only had three or four games, but I mastered them. I mean, I, I loved the games that I had. I had to be very, you know, pick and choose because we didn't get a lot of games but my parents did the best they could they were amazing um i don't feel like i give my mom enough credit when i do do podcasts so i want to just give a shout out to both my parents both amazing people still to this day um i'm thankful to have both of them in my life and let's talk about wasting times let's talk about wasting time number one my very first memory for video games is getting a super nintendo for christmas um I can't tell you how old I was, um, but I do just remember the excitement. I, it was something that I always wanted. It was kind of, it was definitely my first system. There might have been a Nintendo in the house, but if there was, it didn't work often. I do remember blowing cartridges and never being able to get them to work. But also, we were, I don't think we were allowed to play. I don't know. I don't remember regular Nintendo very much until later in my life. So, first memory super nintendo and it was the donkey kong version because that was the only game that i had for so long but it was the funnest game ever until i got super mario kart i don't think donkey kong went back into the system but do got to give a big shout out to donkey kong and just that version of the super nintendo that was life-changing watching those barrels moving and shooting to the next one and landing on those what are those condors or vultures or something and you know they were just bouncing all over i love that game man so Big shout-out my one of my very first childhood memories. Let's see, number two, what do I got on here? Axes and Allies. Big shout-out to my homie Shad. Um, he's down in Florida now, lived in Idaho, bounced around. But when we were kids, he, he introduced me to Axes and Allies. We probably didn't play it correctly. We probably just generalized it and summed it up because I remember the money and stuff was kind of difficult at the end of the round trying to figure out how to distribute money. But we did come up with a system. Probably didn't play it correctly, but it was a game that I really love to play when it comes to board games. Um, That transfers a lot into my video games currently because I play a lot. I just finished a game a couple days ago. I finally beat one in um, not the hardest, hardest difficulty, but one under. It starts with the E, I believe. I'm trying to remember what it was, but... I did beat a civilization on the PlayStation. I never beat one on the PlayStation, so I won a culture vitri- a cultural victory on that one. For those that don't know, civilization is just like the game of chess. You have a whole bunch of pieces. It's just uh, the board varies. So on chess, you know what the board looks like. When you play civilization, I pick random maps, so I don't know what it's going to look like. You just start somewhere. You deal with what resources you have. You build your civilization. You go to war and conquer however you want to win. But you can do it economically, you can do it through military, you can do it through culture and religion. I mean, there's so many different ways to win that game, but everybody's trying to win in their own way. So you have to go combat their way of winning while still trying to achieve your own way. It's pretty fun. Um, There's like, I don't know, you can put how many different players you want. I think I was playing eight or ten different players, and somehow I won. You know, it came down. I lost a lot of games, though, so... I love it. I love losing. I learned from my losses and I was able to achieve victory eventually. But if you wonder where I've been, I've been wasting a lot of time on it. So I got to do better in my planning. And at the same time, um, I really enjoyed every second of it. Um, I do. I wanted to blame this on kind of just, we could call it depression or whatever you want to call it. Cause it seems like, you know, when my son leaves or whenever I lose like my daughter, when she left and I just like go into gamer mode. I mean, I don't even want to come out. I just game for days, but I can't blame it on that because I think about the memories over my lifetime. And as I've written them down, I was like, these aren't all sad memories. Like there's times where I just zone out and yes, I probably do zone out. But at the same time, there's times where everything's going well and I still zone out. I mean, I just love video games. I love the, um, I love it. I love it. But I, I love skateboarding. I love actual motocross. I love real life adventures as well. I love living on the edge. And I think that through video games, I get to, have an experience without the physical cost. Cause uh, for those that don't know, I've definitely fractured my back. I've done quite a few things busted up. You know, I have fake teeth. I've busted my nose. I've done mixed martial art. I love, I love life. So I live it to the fullest. When I do pull up to the deathbed, you know, my, my car is going to be beaten, battered and ready to go. So, Here we go, baby. Let's see. Axes and allies. Got to love axes and allies. Um, Number three, Duke Nukem. This goes back to my Aunt Lisa. Rest in peace. Um, I I truly love you, Aunt Lisa. I wish that you could be here today to experience the life of my children and that you could experience, especially my son, Robbie. Um, He loves video games. I would love for him to have meet his aunt and for them to experience video games together. She was the one that put me on game when I was young. Um. See, we we played video games before my fifth memory, um, but once this, I moved in with her due to the fire. I'll talk about that one, but it changed the game. We definitely game to another level. But as a kid, whenever I went to my grandma's house, I feel bad now because I probably should have spent more time with my grandma. Um, I miss you, miss you, grandma. Um, damn, uh, but we play a lot of games. We went over there, link up with aunt Lisa. What's the newest game. We played a lot of Duke Nukem. We played a lot of heretic. We played a lot of Mist. Um, Riven is the second part of that. I mean, we just played a lot of video games and that was my aunt Lisa. That was a big part, but Duke Nukem, I'll never forget when you could run up to the strippers inside of the, uh, club and you hit the space bar and they'd open their top blouse and you'd give them money. And then the pigs would come and start shooting at you. I mean, it was just a crazy game, crazy point in my life. Um, I loved it. I, I absolutely love all those games. I don't play Duke Nukem or Quake or anything anymore, but at the time, those are the OGs, of the OGs. I'm talking MS DOS days. These aren't, you know, you couldn't just put a CD in. You, you had to put it in, but you had to go to dot execute and dot dot, you know, exe and all those good things. So for those that know, you know, Oh those good old days, man. Number four, Final Fantasy VII, elementary school. I mean, that's the OGs of OG. My personal favorite video game of all time is probably going to be Final Fantasy VII. Um, I absolutely love that game. It was a huge part of my life. It's something that I can still play today. The remake, I did enjoy it. It was way too short. I wanted to get to the Golden Saucer, but it is what it is. OG Final Fantasy VII, amazing part of my life. I'm in elementary school, and it was odd because compared to today where everybody's online and you can see each other's progress or things like that. If you really wanted to back then, we just spoke about it and it's like, where'd you get to and how'd you get there? So if nobody's gotten there yet, you're in a real situation. I think some people might've had strategy guides. If you remember strategy guides, you actually had to buy the book cause we didn't, I didn't really have the internet yet. I do remember when the internet started coming upon us and we got to use like MapQuest and AOL days. But prior to that, and you, we were kind of screwed. So Final Fantasy Seven, you just had to figure it out. And I think there was the internet at that point. I think I could go on, but I didn't have like a strategy guide. So I just played the game. And if there was something I really had to figure out, I could go do the dial up, beep 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 beep, the whole situation, and uh, figure out a website. You know, damn, I wish I remember the websites back then. It's been a long, long time. So Final Fantasy Seven, gotta love it. Old fire. Final Fantasy X, 10 big part of my life just because the old fire in San Bernardino for those that don't know or don't remember it um can't tell you the year 2000 something 2008 maybe 2000 I don't, I don't know 2003 hell fine 2008 maybe we'll go with 2010 um old fire San Bernardino I'm sitting in my backyard I'm sitting in my bedroom and through my bedroom I can see the back gate so there's a back gate that's Del Rosa so that's that's the hood right there in San Bernardino so you kind of you know, there's not many people on it, but when there are just occasional walkers, we're going. We've been watching the news. There's like fires in Rancho Cucamonga. There's fires in San Bernardino. There's evacuations taking place. We're just chilling. I'm in my house, man. I'm in my house. Nobody, you would never think that this would be an issue. So chilling, minding my business and playing Final Fantasy. I remember had the controller in my hand and I'm seeing people outside of my gate, like moving quickly. Like I can remember watching them run up and down. So I had a chain link fence so I could see through it. But I couldn't see very clearly. I want to say there was like one of those green tarps over it or something, but you could still see silhouettes through it. Go out the back gate. And I remember just seeing that. Put the controller down, walked out the back gate, and I looked up the street, and about 12 houses up is just on fire. The house is on fire. We're like, oh, crap, it's evacuation time. So I had to run in get my parents like, yo, man, it's time to go. So we ended up evacuating getting what we could, which was mostly just clothes and social security cards, those types of things, and jumping in the car, dipping out. My stepdad and I actually snuck back in to get our belongings, um, what we could. The police actually caught us as we got on the street. I'm telling you, the craziest sight I've ever seen. I wish there were phones back then. I would have taken a camera. I mean, the houses on both sides of the street were in 30-foot flames, and we're driving through the middle. It looked like hell straight up, and as we're pulling up, We know where our house should be, and as we're pulling up, it's like a black spot, a black spot, a black spot, and as we pull up, boom, our house is still there, and we, like, I see my stepdad start crying, and a cop SUV pulls out of the side, and just, like, boo, and, like, bust us, we're not supposed to, we snuck around checkpoints just to get in there, my stepdad was OG, man, RIP to that guy, too, he just passed away real recently, um, and yeah, we made it in, made it. The cop was like, what are you doing here? My stepdad's crying. He's like, that's my house. I just need my stuff, everything. My whole life's in there. So they let us, they said one trip. So we got to run in, grab everything, one trip, run out. Um, I don't know what I grab. I didn't grab my PlayStation. Cause I remember going back like, oh, my PlayStation still works from the smoke damage is what it was called. But my PlayStation did still work. I think I had to open it and clean off the sensor eye or something like that but i was able to get my playstation to still work for those who remember back when you had to clean your own playstations and figure out how to keep those cni workings I, I wasn't gonna buy a new one. Oh man those are good days the old fire man that, that changed my life so when the old fire happened we had to move out of our house because um, it burned down we were renters but the lawn caught on fire And it melted the bedroom window. Um, The neighbors on both sides, they burned down. The whole neighborhood burned down, essentially. But we were one of the few houses to survive. The window did melt. We actually got kicked out, had to find a new place to live, moved in with my grandma and my aunt in a retirement village. However, my aunt was the video game. She was the computer gamer. So that's where my life changed, man. I'd be on that computer all day. I'm sure she just wanted me out of her room so she could be on her computer. I mean, it was bad. I think that's probably how the computer ended up in the front office. But... Good days. I mean, just days of just gaming and gaming. I remember I gamed until I had motion sickness with my aunt one time. And it was video games. Man, I love them. I love them. They've been a part of my life forever. I've wasted plenty of time on them. So where was I? That was probably five. Yep. So we're going to six. What do I got on six? Chess with Dean and Chess in jail. So Chess, this this comes back. Um, this would have been before the old fire. So I definitely have this off because I saw Dean in my house on Do Rosa but that's okay. We'll go to chessboard, Chess. I don't, I can't tell you where I learned chess. I must've learned chess at a young age because I don't remember learning it, but I've always known it growing up. I always knew just no, looking back, it was like, I know how to play chess. So somewhere around, you know, 12 ish when um, I really was starting to live with my mom and my stepdad and stuff. Um, my uncle came in step uncle and then with Dean, 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 he drove a, Mercedes Benz station wagon with over three hundred thousand miles on it. He was from Atlanta, Georgia. I remember that. It just the the station wagon Benz. It was a eighty, eighty four to eighty six. I can't tell you exactly. I'm just thinking of the body style because I love cars. For those that don't know, but it was like an eighty four to eighty six three hundred thousand mile diesel. I remember it was definitely a diesel Mercedes because it just. I remember the distinct noises that it made. Um. Dean, I remember Dean, and he did smoke pot. So for those with the memory thing, I'm not sure where the pot comes in, but Dean whooped my ass. So prior to this point in my life, I was decent in chess. and Still to this point, I'm decent in chess. I will beat most people in chess. There's definitely people that are better, and that's where Dean comes in. So Dean was a golf instructor. He taught me how to golf. He also was good as hell at chess. And when I say good at chess, I mean he beat me in chess when he was looking. Dean also one day – let me put a blindfold on him and he beat me without ever seeing the board. That's where I learned how to call out pieces and do that types of thing. Dean whooped my ass. Dean was on another level. That's how when I think about mental health and those types of things and when people talk about that, there are certain levels of genius that I, I personally was not born with those genetics or that gift. There are people out here that are just completely gifted. I mean, we would like to be like them pretend that we're all on the same playing field we're not we're not Shaquille O'Neal's we're not the Michael Phelps and there are just certain levels to this I'm telling you beat me with a blindfold so Dean that was a whole um it was it was an experience that I'll never forget especially it was a board game but it's still gaming especially when it comes to how it ties in with my present day gaming like civilization you take turns it's a video game not like a first person shooter that people are used to you literally just take turns it's a digitalized board game essentially I still just enjoy that type of play but I'll never forget Dean I hope you're still out there doing well um his son was Lucas um big shout out Lucas man I hope you're doing well I definitely skateboarded with him when I was younger and really enjoyed his time his presence wish we got to know each other more but didn't happen so Dean my heart goes out to you and thanks for whooping my ass because I definitely learned from it um I took that that knowledge, I, I definitely played a lot more from Yahoo Chess for those who used to play on Yahoo. Um, I've always played chess quite a bit, especially online as well. When I went to jail, I wasn't aware that, uh, you know, the, the whites and the blacks and Mexicans w- we're all bunked in the same. So I was just in a, it was um, I don't know what you what you call is it. It a lot of motherfuckers, man. There's like 50 people in here, right? So there's a lot of people. There's someone. One side of the restroom, the restroom split it. I was in a couple different facilities. So like in Riverside, it's the actual bar jail, old school clack. Like that was different. And you could see through the bars. This one, you had a door. We were all stuck in there together. There's a camera in a corner and it watches over us. I was one of the bunks under the camera. So we could get into those conversations, but that's not part of the video game one. But I did play chess in jail. I'll keep that one quick. Um, and i didn't know the politics of it i didn't know that i wasn't supposed to sit at that table however when i was done and i did i beat the og it was an older african-american guy i sat down played with him i love playing chess like i said i would sit there and just read books i kept to myself a lot i would just work out and read books and um when i did got up and i played chess you know i didn't talk to anybody in jail i really kept to myself and i got up and played chess one day and um I didn't know it, but my ass was on the line. You know what I mean? Um, I guess it's not cool. You know, it's it's really not cool. But I got up. I beat the OG that's been there. I think he was doing 20 years or something. and uh, Or he had done 20 years. He was kind of in there for a short stint. But nobody had ever beat him. He was like, I never lost in here. Da, da, da. I, I beat him. I beat him in there. And when I got back to my bunk, I just sat back, got my book. I, I really wanted to finish that book. I don't even remember what it was called. But it, it was a good book in jail. I just had to leave it there. So, I reading, got back reading my book and I just remember the the shot caller do with the keys and he just showed up like, you're lucky you won that. And I was like, what are you talking about, man? He's like, you can't sit with them, man. You can't play with them. But I was just like, oh, like, lucky I won that. You know what I mean? So, that just comes back to it. Funny story for the for the scenario. Let's jump into number seven. Would be uh, I'm just gonna jump straight forward. Zombies, man, zombies was a game changer. Zombies was a huge part of my childhood. Zombies, zombie, zombies from my homeboy Jimes. We used to sit and play Ascension all day and just, man, zombies are coming. Jump on this one. Transfer it over here. Take off. I mean, mad days with Jimes. We spent plenty of days. My boy, Ken Dawg, we sit there, take him to work, pick him up from work, go back to his crib, light one up, and we just play Zombies all day. Zombies was always a huge part. Zombies was huge. Um, Hell, yeah, from seven I go to nine. So I'll talk more about when we used to gather and how we used to gather and play Zombies when we used to. i just jump into eight has something to do with it. So Zombies, love Zombies. It's been a huge part of my life. Um, Eight, FIFA, NBA, Madden, Wii Golf. All of those sports games all transfer into my love for video games. Um, I do love sports. I love playing golf. We golf is fun as hell too. Um, Madden, I love playing football. I played football for years. Madden was a huge gatekeeper to get a lot of kids into understanding plays and actually looking at X's and O's. You know what I mean? And I thought that was pretty cool and has introduced a lot of kids into football. NBA, same level. NBA – NBA Jam 94. I mean, we could go back. With NBA games have been awesome. I love the NHL games where they fight too, but FIFA, FIFA's brought a lot of people together. FIFA is one of those cool games and the reason why I brought these up, they're very connecting. You don't have to speak the same language. I mean, we could all get down. We don't have to have much in common, but we can sit down and play these games, compete and shake hands and laugh afterwards, you know? And it's it's I love the competition aspect that goes into video games as well. Number nine. This is a huge part of my childhood. I hope that everybody got to experience it. It's honestly the modern day arcades, and this goes to Toads um, game sessions, game breaks. I'm not sure what they're called where you guys are at. All of them are out of business over by my house, but we had gaming spots, and these were just spots where there were 30 computer, it's 30 TV screens lined up. You know, sometimes back to back, you have know, 15 in a row, and all the systems were connected. We can all play against each other. We would all have seats. They were all reclining seats, very comfortable. We'd go in. They had computer spots, too, where they just have a bunch of computers and people go play WoW and things like that. Those are typically along the back wall, the ones we played, because we played at the console ones. But, um, yeah, we'd go there. We'd bring 20, 10, 20 friends, man. We'd all go up drinking, smoking in the parking lot, and then you just go walk in there. We'd be smelling, like, smelling, you know what I mean? The whole place would know we're there. But go in, and we just all sit down in a row. You got 10 of us, and we're all just gaming zombies or whatever we're doing jumping a server and just all playing modern warfare those are great days great days i don't look at that as wasted time at all however in the broad scheme of things when it comes to being successful that's probably not the ingredients that most people are going to add to the uh recipe and last but not least um games that were Video games were one of my greatest bonding moments with my son. And that just goes back to Star Wars uh, Legos. I love Star Wars Legos. It was awesome. Um, Big shout out to just Legos in general. I love Legos. I have since I was a kid and what they did in the video game space. I just want to give them props because it was very enjoyable with my son. It was something that I really loved, something that I'll never forget, something that I cherished. Um, He would do the fighting part and I would do the racing part because I've always loved racing video games. And that was a huge part of just his his childhood, my memories of his childhood. So thank you, Lego. Thank you, video games. And like I said, I don't view those. Those are the most valuable times of my life. So I don't view them as wasted. But when it comes to being successful and in that scheme of things, I understand it. I understand it. So without further ado, I am going to jump into my top five for each system and... I got to put an asterisk on this because I didn't play all the games, right? So, I, like I told you, I wasn't somebody that had all the games. I didn't have five. I didn't have more than five games for any system. I don't think it was a uh, very limited, and I just maximized them. So when I do go over my top games, these are the top games from my childhood, for the most part. There is one or two that I'll throw in for sentimental value or for just what it's done in the history of the games, but I'll make sure I address that when I say them. However, these games here, this is just my list. I have a horrible memory at that. I'm sure we could go back because I know ATV Off-Road Fury. I was supposed to look into video, uh, dirt bike video games because I know I played Ricky Carmichael's Motocross. I played all those, but I don't think I added them to this list. So there's some with my memory that I would go back. And if you're like, hey, what about this game? What about, there's some I'll even agree with you. So it's a fluid list. My memory sucks, but this is what comes to mind when I think of these systems and my enjoyability of them. Start with Nintendo. That's as far back as I'm going to go. If you want to go back to Atari and Pong, hey, you, you, you're further than me, but I can start back with the the regular Nintendo. Um, this system we had in my house growing up. However, I played it a lot more as I grew up. I went back to those days and played like Super Mario 3 and those types of games, even uh, newspaper or was it a newspaper boy or something like that paper boy I played that it, it wasn't that fun to me um. so it didn't make my list but for those types of games too, a nostalgia points they're in your court but here's my top five for Nintendo number one and this is only off memory base it was not the best game by far but when I put it all together the first thing I think of when you say regular Nintendo is duck hunt I think a lot of people agree with me, just that gun, the whole interaction, the whole process. Duck Hunt, I'm going to give the OG number one factor just because it was basically brought the arcade to home with a gun in the house. It was beautiful, man. That that was a huge step in technology, and Duck Hunt, you get my number one. Number two is pretty much a Super Mario, any of them, but I think two and three were just mesmerizing. Um, Super Mario 2 was just, for its time, it was... On a whole nother level. And Super Mario 3 even took that. And took another step that at the time. We didn't even think was possible. So for those two games. Oh my goodness man. Just just straight memories. Um, number three. This one comes back to me real quick. Punch Out. I loved Punch Out. When I play. When I s- say Super Nintendo. It all comes back. to Oh check it out. When I tell you I love Punch Out. there's literally just sitting here. Oh oh oh. Mike Tyson Punch Out card with the Mike Tyson auto right there. Boom. I love Mike Tyson. I mean just punch out. I love it. I love it. I love it. It's gonna make it make the list no matter what. Number four, easy for me. Excite bike. Um I grew up at the dirt bike track. I've always been around dirt bikes, motorcycles. I was supposed to go there this weekend to watch Travis Pastrana, Glenn Helen. I mean I worked at the dirt bike track, so it's always been part of my life. Excite bike is one of my favorite games ever. I can still play it today and if you don't know, you don't know. Um, number five, this one's this one's tough because there's a lot of games, there's a lot of nostalgia when it comes to Nintendo. Um, before I go any further, I was not a Zelda fan. I've never been a Zelda fan. I'm gonna be surprised if there's a Zelda. There might be. Oh, there is. Okay, so you will see a Zelda on this list, but it's only for sentimental value. I'm I've never enjoyed Zelda personally. So my number five on Nintendo. Ninja Turtles. Um, I love Ninja Turtles since I was a kid. So when I think about it, I didn't actually have the Nin- Ninja Turtles game, but I did get the opportunity. My homeboy Hua had it when I went to Hua's house. Oh man, that was man, that was a business. So let's play some. Let's play some uh Ninja Turtles. He also had another shooting game. I don't know what it was. You got to customize the weapon and upgrade the weapons. You guys probably know it. that was one of the funnest Nintendo games I've ever played. But I don't know the name of it. Um, I always wanted to go back to his house to play it. He moved out. He actually hit my brother with a baseball bat in the mouth, and then it all ended up bad, bad things. You know what I mean? Um, Nintendo, that's in my top five right there. So you got Duck Hunt, Super Mario 2 or 3. It's up to you. Punch Out, Excite Bike, Ninja Turtles. That's it right there. Top five, baby. Game Boy. Game Boy is pretty easy for me. I mean, number one is hands down. It's not even an argument. Is Pokemon Blue or Pokemon Red. Um, My personal opinion, I was always a blue guy, but... We could go back and forth. Pokemon Blue, Pokemon Red, the greatest game for Game Boy ever, hands down. I mean, you can go back. Number two is an OG of OG, which is Tetris, which I don't believe came out on Game Boy, but it's more well-known for Game Boy, I believe. But Tetris was up there. It was a game I had, but I didn't play too much. The game that I played the most uh, would be Pokemon. But besides Pokemon, definitely the game that I played the most was Tech Mobile. You can find me playing Tech Mobile all day, scoring touchdowns. Even the kick returns were so fun on there because if you got them right, you could actually break them off, and Tech Mobile was so fun to me. Um, F1 Race, another game that I did not have but one of my friends had and that I really enjoyed to play on his Game Boy when he brought it to school. That was like the game, hey, man, let me get that real quick. Come on, man. And just for sentimental value, like I said, I had to put it on the list, is going to be Zelda. Zelda, we just give it to you just because of what you've done over time. I've never personally been a Zelda fan, but I respect those that are, and um, all power to you. I don't know what it was, just maybe a little too simplistic or something, or just, the, the, I, don't, I don't know, not, not my style, not my style. I would rather do Final Fantasy Tactics, where you kind of take turns and move around, but hey, to each their own. Zelda, you deserve, you deserve the world, you know, and take nothing away from you, just not my style. Super Nintendo. Super NES. Now, this is my generation. This is my sh- right here. This was easy. When, when I think of Super Nintendo, only one game comes to mind. For me, we used to play until the system got too warm, and we'd have to turn it off with Super uh, Super Mario Kart. Hands down, 50 class, 100 class, 150 cc's. You know the deal. Super Mario Kart, the greatest video game possibly ever made to me. Besides Final Fantasy, so that's why I mean. It's generational, but... At the time, Super Mario Kart, nothing like it. Rainbow Road, those times. Ty- oh, my goodness, man. There was nothing like Super Mario Kart. It's a game I still play today. I have it somewhere in this closet right to my right right now. I know I have it. My Super Nintendo only turns on occasionally. It's like the power switch is going bad or something, so I have to get a new Super Nintendo. But Mario Kart, I got it. I love it. It will forever be part of my life, and that's my num- numero uno. Number two, This one's one's tough. Like I said, I didn't have a lot of games. This one, my neighbor had. um, Going to his house was just a memory, uh, just its own memory. They had air conditioning. They had the purified water tap where you can actually go over and use the water thing. We always drank out of our hose or our sink. So his house was just a haven for me, and it's imprinted in my brain. They always had the the, um, strategy guides, and that's Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat was amazing. When I think of... Super Nintendo, I, my childhood, I think of going into his house. And like I said, we play outside, riding bikes and stuff. It's so hot, man. I'd go into his house. It's like the first time I ever hit AC. It's like, oh, my goodness. And then they had these fresh water. And then we'd be playing uh, Mortal Kombat. Oh, y- y'all don't understand, man. You, you really don't understand how big that was in my childhood. I'm sure Mortal Kombat is not even the reason why I remember all of that. But just the entire experience, plus the strategy guides. They always had the strategy guides. Um, up, up. Y'all know Mortal Kombat 1. Your finisher for Scorpion. When he ripped off his mask. I mean, it was it was amazing, man. Those Mortal Kombat days were something special. Um, you know, for... I got NBA Jam here, but I really want to replace it now that I'm thinking about those guys with the Spider-Man and Venom game because that game was dope. But I'm going to leave NBA Jam here just because it's on the list. I've always been an NBA Jam fan, especially – I think it was NBA Jam where they caught fire. Maybe it was. It might have been NBA Live. I don't really remember. I think it was NBA Jam, though, it was, catch fire. You know what I mean? It was. It was dope, man. Nothing like NBA Street, but we'll get to that um super nes next one you definitely got to do ninja turtles turtles in time i mean that ninja turtles game was something special uh like i said i love ninja turtles i always have ninja turtles have been a huge part of my life um it was my favorite stuffed animal i had a little donatello and he was there my ride or die homie you know i mean that was my guy so like i've always loved martial arts and just fighting and uh Ninja Turtles, man. Number five from my Super NES, Madden 94. You got to give it to Madden at that time. I mean, shh, it was something special, man. It's priceless. It's priceless. Should probably be above NBA Jam on that one. But I, 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 let's just say I was drunk when I made the list. I really don't know. But we're going to go Super Mario Kart 1, Mortal Kombat 2, NBA Jam 3, Ninja Turtles, Turtles in Time 4, Madden 94, 5. I mean, that's just how it lays out. Sega. Um, I personally did not own a Sega. My sister owned a Sega. We did not play Sega often. We did not go in that room very often. We did get to play a couple times. Um, So I did add it to the list because I did play it. It was part of my childhood. It's, it's, it definitely has its memories, and it was always Sonic. And you can't talk about Sega without Sonic. My daughter loves Sonic today. Um, Sonic back then was the man. When you hit him, I can still think of when the coins flew out and Dun, 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 dun. I mean, it's just Sonic. It is Sonic. Um, number two, not not a lot of people know this game, but my sister had it, and I absolutely loved it as a kid. Toe Jam and Earl. For those that don't know, go check it out, man. This game was way above its time. It was definitely real hip with, like, the culture and kind of, like, hippie-ish, and it explains my sister to the T, for those that knew her, know her. She's definitely traveled her own road. I would love to get her on the podcast so she could actually talk about what she's been through. Whew, man! There's a a lot of drugs in that in that story. But um, yeah, Toe Jam and Earl, That's my number two all day. And not the most popular game, but that's that's the game. Ultimate Mortal Kombat three. Um, I played that for the first time on Sega, and I'll never forget it. I thought that was absolutely amazing. Going from Mortal Kombat one, Mortal Kombat two, and I think the only time I played Mortal no, I did play it on Super Nintendo later. But I remember the first time I played Ultimate Mortal Kombat. Well ultimate Mortal Kombat three was on Sega and it was unforgettable. Four is going to be earthworm Jim just cause he was a classic. And five is a game that I absolutely hated. I could not get very far on, but it has sentimental value for me cause it was in the house. And like I said, we didn't have many games. So I tried to do the best with what I could. This game had a lot of shooting and action and grenades. I just sucked at it and couldn't get very far. I'm sure if we reviewed, you know, the game reviews, it probably wasn't a very good game, but this is Stargate. For those that know, you know, Stargate is my fifth pick just because of what it meant. You know, it was in the house, so I only remembered three games, period, so everything else was kind of jumping off and trying to remember playing Sega. N64. I didn't have an N64. I was always a PlayStation guy. My little brother did have an N sixty four, so there are some games on there that I'm aware of. However, I did not really play Super Smash Bros very much. It did make the list; it's down there. But there are certain games, like I said, I didn't. We didn't have many games, so I'm not saying that these are the best games, but these are the games that come to my mind when I think of N sixty four. The first one, hands down, is GoldenEye. Um, My brother and I played GoldenEye. For hours, we would definitely use the golden gun and get the one shot kills. I really like the missions that you were able to accomplish. Um, you had to do a lot of them undetected. I remember some in the snow. That game was way up before its time. Goldeneye absolutely is my number one pick for the N64. Number two, um, everybody knows it. Wave Race 64. Everybody knows Wave Race. I'm. I'm it probably came with the system because we all had it, and it was. It was a decently fun racing game and you actually had to use the waves you had to use it you could use your front uh joystick to go you know under the water over the water I mean it was we all we all know that game so that comes in at my number 2 I'm not saying it was one of the best but it was actually a pretty good game I would play it today if I had it number 3 a lot of people aren't going to Relate with me on this one, but that's not why I do this. Number three was a big part of my life. My brother and I spent hours playing this game. Um, I absolutely love this game. I would like to play it today, but I'm sure it would suck because when I do go back and play in wrestling games, they're not any good. I don't watch wrestling anymore. I was a huge wrestling fan at this time. NWO, Sting Days, you already know. WrestleMania 64. That was an absolute legend to me. I, I love that game. I played those Royal, Rumba, Royal Rumbles for hours. I mean, that... That game was a classic for those that don't know. You don't know if you do know, I don't have to say anymore. Um, Mario Kart 64. I gave it to it. Like I said, I love Mario Kart, Mario Kart 64. I'm pretty sure is when you had the three balloons behind you and you kind of played a little differently. They had races or they had the battle mode, which was cool. It was just something I didn't have a lot of friends um, that came over to play video. My house wasn't a hangout house, so I played a lot alone and that didn't interest me in that aspect. And I didn't have an N64. So, well, my brother's going off and playing his games, I'm over there playing, uh, I'll get into those, but I definitely, my PlayStation 1 days, I'll tell you where I was at, um, before I jump into those, just because that's going to get deep, PlayStation, that's where my heart's at, even though I do play on an Xbox every day now, um, for my son, my son was an Xbox guy, but the original Xbox, um... I did own an original Xbox, but at that point in my life, I was running a crack house in Vegas, and I didn't really play games. I did play a lot of games just because we had time. I would sit and play the NBA games and just be playing and leave the front door open in my apartment and just have dope heads walk up. It had to be something I could pause. Um, I didn't have internet service at that point, so you just pause it serve up the fiend, you know what I mean? Serve him on his way, get back to the game. So I played a lot of basketball, a lot of uh, Madden and those types of games at that point in time. I didn't play many like uh, RPG games or anything. It was always sports, sports, sports. My big thing about Xbox that the, I loved was I had a, like my biggie ready to die album. I put that in my Xbox. I could load it on there. And then when I was playing my basketball game, my actual music would play through. That was astonishing. That was amazing. For that fact, I mean NBA goes up is going to be up there on my list. So big shout out Xbox what you did at the time was monumental. Um I didn't I wasn't an Xbox kid, but I respect what they did. So my number 1 Xbox game when I think of Xbox and this is not saying it with the best game because I'm sure Halo is above it, Gears of War. As a PlayStation guy, we couldn't play it. Gears of War was a fun game with that chainsaw gun. And then you had the hordes and you could do waves and stuff. When I think of Xbox, I think of Gears of War. My number two is Halo hands down. It should probably be my number one, but just me personally, I really enjoyed Gears of War. Those the first one, Um, I think Gears of War two was cool too at the, at the time. Um, Not really sure, but those are more when I had my homie after the crack days. So Maybe that's 360. I don't even know. But I'm pretty sure Gears of War was original Xbox. And I couldn't play it much because I was PlayStation. So I always liked Gears of War. We go Halo. Number three, I got to give NBA Live. I think it was 2004, I would say. It was probably when I was just, it was, it was was it was tricked out, man. We were doing crack house things and just gamed out all day. That was a huge part of my life. Um, and it was just, that's how we passed the time. Madden 2004, same way. That's what literally what we played all day, had to be sports games, running a crack house, pause serve. Hopefully nothing happened. You know, if anything could be the police knocking at the door, it was different days. So those are huge parts of my life. Um, and Xbox leisure suit, Larry, for those that know, you know, if you don't know, you don't know, look that shit up. Leisure suit, Larry, it was amazing game. It was interesting. And, uh, Hey, it's still not acceptable today. So, PlayStation one. Now we're talking about my babies. Now we're talking about my life. Now we're talking about where I've been at. Like when people, where you been at, man, this, this is where I've been. I can lose days of my life. My gaming is not like most people's gaming. I will go three, four days and beat the game hundred percent, but you will not see me. I'm in there. I'm gone. I'm in a whole nother dimension. There ain't no reason to talk to me because you're not getting any of my thoughts. So that's the way very, um, I guess, addictive and compulsive and just completely absorbed you know um, my mom brought me to the doctors somewhere around this playstation one era because of my eyes and the doctor i guess i was blinking strangely or something and the doctor said that i was getting so focused on the video games that i would forget to blink so my eyes would become dry don't know if that's what actually happened but that's what the doctor told my mom so I'm telling you i was gamed out at this point playstation one this is uh my parents had got divorced already and these were my escapes man I just remember my Laura Croft memory card that I'd put in when she had her guns and her big old boobies and it was it was man these are the days for me PlayStation one this is where my memory really kicks in my teenage years almost you know early earlier 10 to maybe 12 years oldish maybe 12 to 14. I don't know somewhere around that age but definitely more teenage. Final Fantasy VII, folks, that's my favorite game of all time. I definitely did a lot of thinking, and I think that is my favorite game of all time. It may change over time, but right now it's hard for me to think of another game that was more impactful. I think it was four-disc four long, and it was just me and my friends and I at school, we would just, where'd you get to? Where'd you get to? What level are you? Which way, are, you know, how do you get to the Knights of the Round or Knights of the Round Table or whatever the last one was called, and it was amazing. It mean, had true truly just zoned out in those those years. So Final Fantasy VII is my number one. Number two, easy for me, Metal Gear Solid. That first, Metal Gear Solid. And for those who got to remember, those demo disc. you got those demo discs for the PlayStation, came in the magazine, man. We all knew about, you know, a couple games. We all had, what, Crash Bandicoot might have been one level. And there was always like one level of each game, Lara Croft, Tomb Raider, and you have one level. So that's how a lot of us got to learn about Tony Hawk. And oh, he, we get to that. Metal Gear Solid. Absolutely. Sniper Wolf. Um who is the guy that Psychomantis? You know, there was some amazing just that storyline, the gameplay, everything about it. Metal Gear Solid, the original, that's that's right there, man. So you got Final Fantasy, Metal Gear Solid, number three, easy for me. Gran Turismo 2. I absolutely loved Gran Turismo 2. I wasted hundreds of hours. I know that because I would race 30 hour um, endurance races, 24 hour endurance races where you would just race. I would hit the, you know, pause the controller, go turn off my TV, go to school, you know, go to sleep, wake up the next day, go to school, come home and hope that my dad didn't see it was still on. Cause my dad would turn it off if he did. So I come in, oh, it's still on, get back to it, start racing, put in another six hours, do the same thing. I would get my 24 hours in, man. I, I absolutely loved Gran Turismo Two. Gran Turismo 1 was amazing. It was ahead of its time. I spent many hours on that, but when Gran Turismo 2 came out, those graphics were unreal. Um, it, was, it was just amazing, huge part of my life. Number four, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. you got to give it to it. The warehouse level on the demo had everybody waiting. When it did come out, skateboarding was huge. It was just amazing. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater has to be on that list. And number five, Twisted Metal. Sweet Tooth, Mr. Grimm. Oh, Twisted Metal was huge. Um, oh, what was the the uh, Dark Side? Was that what the the boss's name? Was I think it was Dark Side? It's a big ass diesel truck on the very first one. You had to face him on a rooftop or something. It was amazing. I love Twisted Metal. Um, it definitely took a change. You know, it didn't really keep with the times as much as I wish it would have would have. But at the time, like I said, I love racing games and Twisted Metal was the business. PlayStation Two. This one is where it gets a little iffy for me, just because. I think there was a GTA might've come out on PlayStation one. My thing, with grand theft auto is I've been playing grand theft auto. So since it was an overhead view on computer, um, when you had the Z cars, you had one with a smiley face, you had different gangs and it was a, uh, I've been playing grand theft auto since my aunt Lisa days. So I've been playing grand theft auto for a long time. However, PlayStation two, I had to give it to grand theft auto between vice city and San Andreas, between the two of those, those games were absolutely amazing. Now this is not my time. I wasn't really into the Grand Theft Auto, but what they did in the open realm and just the way that they're still holding solid, I had to give them the number 1 spot for me. The game that I played probably the most, Need for Speed Underground. Absolute legend. Love that game. The custom customization and all that was oh my goodness, right around that fast and the furious era. Huge part of my life. Uh, definitely beat that game 100%. I beat all the Need for Speeds, honestly. I still play them. Um, number three, NBA Street, Volume 2. We're going to give it to you. NBA Street was absolutely amazing. I'm pretty sure that's the one with the little Yeti. I loved that game. It was so unrealistic but yet entertaining. Um, it was it was three-on-three, three, I believe, the whole time. I wasn't a big fan of NFL Street. I also didn't have it. I only played the demo disc. Um I would rather play NFL Blitz if we were going that route, but we'll just keep it NBA Street. PlayStation 2, number four, Fight Night Round 3. An absolute legend. We played it around my neighborhood a lot. We definitely had kids coming over all the time. I went to a trailer park in Ritchie Canyon occasionally where my boy had it on an Xbox and I could play online. That was cool and i remember being the only white kid in the all african american barber shop when i rolled in with my buddy this around the crack times and uh they had it in there on on xbox and that was my time i was just a little kid you know i had an id that said i was 21 but i'm like 16 i'm just chilling in there with all the brothers and stuff and i they, somebody gave me the the sticks and they couldn't get it out of my hands I man i went through i wiped everybody out in that entire barber shop i walked out of there a little legend you know what i mean that day i'd just never forget it so that was a a huge part of my life and final fantasy 10. Like I said, I was sitting in my back, sitting in my house when I watched all the people running across my backyard. And the next day I know we lost our house. It was the last day I ever sat in that house. Um, and that big fire, many people lost their homes and we ended up going basically homeless after that. Cause we moved to my grandma. Things didn't quite work out with my stepdad and all that. So we kind of got the boot, ended up living in hotels until we can, he got his feet back on the ground RIP, big guy. It definitely did a lot for us. Um, Final Fantasy X, one hell of a game. PlayStation 3, jump over there. Number one, easy for me. Very easy. Skyrim, one of the greatest games ever made. I definitely, still to this day, I love that game. I love everything about it. I definitely mastered archery first and then worked my way. Definitely got my magic spells up, but Skyrim was um, beautiful. GTA 5 got to give GTA 5 its credit because it's lasted across so many systems. It's gone PS3, PS4, it's gone PS5 like top seller. So got to give it a GTA 5 even though I haven't played very much. I've definitely played a little bit, but it's not it's not my jam. I didn't spend time on there like I did on Skyrim. Um Fight night round four, amazing game. Like I said, I've always been a fight night guy. So when round four came out, it was just the next level. Um, my boy Kenny, he definitely mastered the stamina part of it. So I always had to fight that for and figure out how to make the stamina last because he wouldn't hit me a bunch, but he'd get that stamina. So it was always that strategic part to that game I always loved. Number four, COD, Modern Warfare. There's a lot of first-person shooters that should have gone in there from uh, Frontline to a lot of them. I know I'm forgetting a lot of them. Like I said, my memory sucks. I did play all the first-person front shooters, and I'm sorry I forgot those ones out for the most part. But COD, Modern Warfare, was an absolute legend. And I didn't forget about all of them. Black Ops. Got to give Black Ops, like I said, zombies, huge part of my life. When Black Ops came out, it was a game changer, and uh, we love it, man. We love it. Got to love it. PlayStation 4, I'm trying to rush through these folks. There's a lot of them, man. I did a lot of research on these because I had to really think about which ones I wanted to put on there. PlayStation 4 is easy for me. Fallout 4, absolutely loved it with the vaults and everything. Fallout 4 was a game changer. Spent a lot of time on that and uh, definitely beat that game. Next is a game that I... I'm giving this spot more so I didn't spend as much time on it, but what they did in revolutionizing the video game industry, just being free and the DLC, the downloadable content and all that, Fortnite. You gotta give it to Fortnite. What Fortnite did was amazing. What they continue to do is still cool. I think they have a Lego one coming out or something. Something something else epic. I know they had a Star Wars team up with them. I just what Fortnite has accomplished has been amazing. I like the way how they did the free game. You download it, you get the DLCs, they made their money that way. That was truly amazing. It revolutionized the way that video games are put out going forward in some aspects, and uh, we could talk about the Battle Royale and all those types of things. I mean, just Fortnite deserves their spot. Number three for me, and this is really uh, more of a PC game, but when it did make it to system was cool for me because I got to introduce people to the game like my brother. So my brother, for example, just came out of a coma. He didn't have all his uh, motor skills back yet. And Diablo three is my game. It was something that he was able to play just because he could click a couple buttons and roam around. Now he wasn't as efficient as a really good player, but it was something we were able to play together on one screen. So Diablo three, when it's on computer, you got to play by yourself, but when it's on compu- when it's on the system, I think you could play like four people and you all run around and you all help each other out. So that was something. And it has a huge part of just remembering my brother, when he was coming through his recovery, getting back on his feet, literally. And that was a, a huge part of my life. So Diablo three, um, another one, civilization five came out for that one. That, like I said, that's my chess game that I still play today. I love civilization. Um, I love just the building aspect. It's like playing chess when you have 10 different people playing chess on a board that's constantly evolving. So that's fun. And FIFA 12, I played a lot of FIFA, my boy Mercs, a lot of the homies, we all played a lot of FIFA. It was something that you know, we just sit down and I can play anytime. Um When I was out in Texas, I played FIFA with all my people out there. And just a lot of us play FIFA. We can get down. And uh, I love the competition aspect of that. I'm not going to jump into PS5 because I don't even have one. And all the games aren't out yet. So that era is not here. That wraps it up. I'm done on that. Um I should have probably done Xbox 360 now that I'm looking at my list. But I didn't. And oh, well. Like I said, I didn't even own an Xbox 360. They always had that red ring of death. I sold more Xbox 360s than I actually owned. Put it that way. (sighs) But I did want to do board games because it's a game. It is a game, and it it does have a lot to do with my love for video games. So my top five board games, Axes and Allies, is going number one. Um, I'm going to partner Risk with that just because they're kind of the same game. Um, To me, they're not, but... If you want to add risk in, cause risk deserves a spot upon the throne because it's held it down for quite some time. Axes and allies risk. Those are my number one. Number two is chess. Like I said, I love chess. It goes back. I got a chess board literally right behind this camera. I got another old school one right there in my closet. I got chess boards all over this place. So I love chess. It's always been a part of my life and OG of OGs. OGs so I love chess. Um, Number three, Battleship, just because of when I think of of board games, that's right there. I don't know if it's just the way that they sit up and the way, you know, it was always part. I love the war part of it, but just the guessing, and we played a lot of Battleship growing up and just finding the pieces everywhere, and you find those stupid little red prongs or white prongs all over. Number four, Monopoly. I love Monopoly. I have a a Warhammer 40K Monopoly series board out there for those, yes, Warhammer should be on my board game list, Um, but... It was just I couldn't find people to play with. That was my biggest thing with Warhammer. I actually see one of my guys over there. So Warhammer 40K, check that out. Didn't make my list. But Monopoly, um, I always love Monopoly. I think that it's a lot of how America is today and my day-to-day living. It's just watching people increase the rent, and eventually we all can't afford it. It was the same game of Monopoly. Capitalism has a lot to do with uh, present-day America, so got to put that in there. And Number five, a childhood memory that I always have was building and constructing the little mechanism. I'm not even sure we ever played the game properly. Is mousetrap? Uh, mousetrap was a huge one. I do remember playing like shoots and ladders. I did play all that. Uh, no, was it shoots and ladder? It was shoots and ladders, and then they changed it to snakes and ladders. And it was all you, you can look into that history yourself. It's all kind of bullshit, but yeah, it was shoots and ladders, not snakes and ladders. Um, arcade because we're talking about video games, modern day arcade. I do have a little arcade experience, but not the old school arcade, more minor, more of the modern one. So I do want to put number one to the OG where he deserves to be is Pac-Man. Just because when I think of an arcade, it's automatically you think of Pac-Man. You know what I mean? Pac-Man is the arcade for me. Um, It's OG of OGs. Respect, give homage, and that's that. My generation, my number one was... It was difficult, but it's not really Metal Slug. I loved Metal Slug. If I see Metal Slug in that arcade, I'm going to play it. You know what I mean? I love Metal Slug. It was complicated. You can get them on the Xbox now, and they're still pretty fun. So Metal Slug is Metal Slug is an all-time great to me. Next is uh The Simpsons. I love The Simpsons arcade game. I love using Marge, actually, with her um, vacuum cleaner because she had the reach, and she was actually really good. And then I think she actually does spin technique or something at some point as well. Um, Bart was fun to use with his skateboard, but I love the Simpsons game. That was awesome to me. Number four, easy, super off road. That was it. Super off road. And that was the one with the steering wheel and everything. When you had like three or four people set up and you all raced the trophy trucks in the dirt and you had the little bumps and you had the mud section. i absolutely love that. How you could all get together around a machine and all race. That was fun. And number five, um, I want to say air hockey because it, I'm I'm going to say air hockey is not really a game, but if I think of an arcade and because I absolutely love it, my daughter just played the other day is air hockey. I can't go to an arcade without playing air hockey, but if you want to keep a game on there and just because it deserves it, house of the dead, or even what was the other one time attack or something like that. But uh house of the dead, I always love the house of the dead games, the OGs, you know what I mean? Especially house of the dead one and two. I mean, those were just uh, always part of, you got to have them, got to have them on the list. So, PC, this one came back. I got to have the PC list just because that's video games right there for me. That's where it all started. MS DOS, those types of things. Minesweeper should be on this list. I spent a lot of days playing Minesweeper and Solitaire. I don't know how neither of those two made this list, but I stuck more so to the games. But let's give those two the you know, Solitaire is definitely up there. Number one, a lot of people play Solitaire. And Minesweeper, I spent a lot of hours playing that because we didn't really have games. But my number one, Command & Conquer. There is nothing better than Command & Conquer when it comes to PC. I don't care if you want to play Red Alert, Red Alert 2, Command & Conquer is my game. I absolutely love it. And uh, whew, that that that's number one, not even debatable. Number two, I already talked about it, Duke Nukem off the MS-DOS version. You got to bring it back, back in the day. Um, current day, I'm sure they're fun and all, but nothing like that back in the day. Number three, the Sims, the Sims was amazing when it came out. Um, I have a picture I just got from my stepdad from his belongings when he passed away recently. And it has an OG picture of me playing the Sims. I'll try to post it to the video content of this uh, episode. And I've been playing the Sims for a long time. And what that did, that was just very amazing when it came out and what it did. Um, Number four probably shouldn't be on this list, but it did have an impact on me. It should probably be Counter Strike because I played a lot of Counter Strike and did a defeat, but instead, roller-, to- roller Coaster Tycoon. I really enjoyed Roller Coaster Tycoon. I enjoy building up and actually trying to, you know, you could change the ticket prices. You had to keep your janitors going to keep the place clean. You had to set up your walkways and put your roller coasters in the most efficient spots. So that was a very fun game to me. And last but not least, it's the last game I'm going to cover, and it's probably. The hardest one, just because it reminds me really of my, my aunt Lisa and my mom. We we gamed on this. This was my family game that we could game on for hours. We all played together. Um, huge part of my upbringing, and that is a game that most people probably don't even know of. Mist. Mist is an amazing game. It's more of you get one picture, you click the arrow, and you go to the next zone. At the same time, you have to keep an eye out because there's clues around. There's objects that you may be able to interact with, certain things like that. But it was a very strange game. It was different than a nor- than most games. It was something that me, my mom, my aunt, we could all play because it wasn't like a skill level in the sense of um, quickness. It was more pay attention, be focused, solve puzzles, and that type of thing. There was another game, I think, called Seventh Guest or something like that. That was a ghost game that had a lot of puzzles. So I've always enjoyed puzzles and those types of games. So... Ooh, that's almost an hour talking about video games. Like I said, it's part of my life. I waste a lot of time doing it. I don't look at it as a waste because these are memories that I'll hold forever. Um, It's definitely helped me grow some relationships with individuals and those are the video games that mean the most to me. Like I said, I had not own a lot of video games. I can't tell you these are the best video games ever made, but my personal opinion, that's where it's at. That's where my heart's at. I thank each and every one of y'all for tuning in. Hope it brought a little bit to you. Hopefully you can relate. And if there is something I missed, light me up man let me know if i if i really messed up a list let me know i want to hear it man i love appreciate each and every one of y'all and i'm out the time has come you've been listening to the nipple whiskers podcast with your host bob dog he doesn't like you either Follow us on social media, subscribe on YouTube, and visit nipplewhiskerspodcast.com for exclusive offers and information on upcoming episodes. This podcast will now self destruct in three, two, one.